Welcome to Mahogany Moms Podcast. My name is Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm here to provide support and education on all things motherhood. Join me every other Wednesday for encouragement, inspiration, and information as we delve into health, mental and physical, education, money, and everything else that comes with this motherhood journey. Hey moms, this is the last official time that you'll hear from me for some time. But I told you guys that I was going to play an excerpt of what I'm working on for this new podcast. And so I wanted to hold true to my word, even though it's been challenging trying to get this to you guys. But here it is. And so this was recorded while myself and four of my girlfriends from college were on a girl's trip. We hadn't been together since our college days, all of us. So it was a good time. And interestingly enough, we all have sons. Um, our sons are all different ages. Some of us have some of us have one son, some of us have multiple sons. And so I thought it would just be good to get everybody's feedback on what it's like to raise a son. Because for me, it has been really interesting, hence why this is a new direction that I'm leading being led to. And so hope you enjoy it. Look forward to hearing from you. Please continue to listen and support the podcast with the new host, LaQuisha. And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy and yeah, looking forward to working on this and looking forward to what LaQuisha will bring to the Mahogany Mamas podcast. Take care. Hey, this is our Grandma Girls getaway. And guess what? It's five of us and each one of us has a son. So let's talk about what your experience has been like raising a boy. We'll start with the person to my left since she has two. What's your experience been like having sons? Okay, y'all. So this is impromptu. So if you hear some giggling and some laughing, we had a couple of spirits. So I'm gonna pass it on to my next friend. What has it been like raising a son? Very interesting. I have a son and a daughter, and the son, I would say that he's much easier than my daughter was, but he's a little more private, a little more clingy to me, a little more not wanting to do things outside of the home as opposed to my daughter. So different between the two, but he's more of a mama's boy. Okay. It's been a pleasure reason I said he's very he's always been my my baby. Mm-hmm. So he's very nurturing. He likes, you know, like us. He always tells me good night. So so far so good. He's very quiet and very respectful. So so far so good. Uh, he'll be 15 soon. So I don't know if that will change. But so far I've had a good time raising my son. I'm going to ask my friend here who has a son, but she got him later in life. So her experience may be a little bit different from everybody else's. So what has your experience been like raising your son? It's been a blessing because I do not have my own biological children. So he has been my gifted child to me, even though it can be tumultuous raising him because he has his own challenges, but I wouldn't change it for the world. All right. Now coming back to you, ma'am, what has it been like raising sons? So you not only have one, you have two. I have a blessing. For me, both of my sons have two different personalities. The youngest is very outspoken, say what's on his mind, no filter. The oldest, he's very reserved, very caring, sensitive, because if I start crying, he's going to start crying too. (laughs) 
for no reason. He don't even know what he's crying for. They don't cry. But it's different. It's different. Like I said, they night and day. Because one to say what the other one might be thinking, but won't say mm-hmm. it. So, wouldn't change so let me tell y'all what I have found out from being the only female in my house is that my words have so much impact on even not just my boys, but my husband as well. And so I can tear them down or build them up really quickly. Is that something that you all have found too, raising sons? Yes. So do you find yourself being more careful with what you say to them? I do because my son is a little more sensitive and everything that I say is like, is gold. Take it to heart. It's like, well, mama said it. This is what it is. So I do try to be a little more careful with things I'm saying, especially if I'm angry about something, like if they didn't clean their room or do their homework or study for a test. Sometimes things can come out a little harsher than they should. So I'm very careful with what I say. Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah. What about you? Do you find yourself doing the same thing? Yeah, I try to be cautious. I feel like my son, he's also sensitive too. But I, I mean, I have a daughter, so I know we're talking about sons, but I find like what I say to him, it's different versus like if, if my husband says something to my daughter, she takes that more to heart versus mm-hmm. if it's coming from me to my son, I feel like he takes that to heart. I, and I, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just, the difference? Um, yeah, the, just the differences. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And what about you? So my adopted son is 24 and I needed a balance, right? So sometimes I have to go very hard on him because of rearing that he didn't get before from his biological mom. And sometimes I have to balance that and make sure that it's not coming out too rough as well. So that's been a challenge as well, trying to make sure to strike that balance. Okay. And what about you, ma'am? I'm pretty much straight up with my kids and I'm going to give it to you straight, no chasing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, they know where I'm coming from. When I, It's coming from a good place mm-hmm. because I'm trying to protect them. I want, I want them to understand that the world that we're living in now, if I don't do it, somebody else going to mm-hmm. give it to you. And they're not going to think twice about what they said and how they said. So mm-hmm. for me, not necessarily tear them down, but I'm doing. it's coming from a good place okay. for me. Because they know they'll come back and be like, well, my, especially my oldest, he'll come back and be like, mom, I thought about what you said. You know, mm-hmm. he'll, pro- he'll process it afterwards. Mm-hmm. At the time, he'll think about it and he'll try to defend mm-hmm. why he did what he did or his actions. But at the same time, he'll come back later on. I understood why you said what you said. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about having sons and choosing them having girlfriends or even thinking about having wives later on are you all talking to them about what kind of women they should women girls they should be liking or what you want for them or what you see for them or do y'all is that just not a conversation that you're having yet not yet not yet and I I think part of I mean I don't my son he's so like to himself Mm -hmm. like when I see him he's in his game stuff like that. I mean, not saying he's not, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, but I just let him be who he is right now. Okay. Just enjoying That's himself fine. as a teenager, or, mm-hmm. you know, so, but no, we haven't, I'm sure my husband probably has talked to him about certain things, but me as a mom, I haven't, like, started talking about that yet. I'm going to be honest about that. I let my husband kind of 
handle that part of it right now. And since you have a grown son, yeah. what ha- I know, I'm sure you all have had to have some Ooh. conversations. <laughs> Very interesting because he kind of started picking women or girls that I was not necessarily drawn to myself for him. So we did. We had a lot of candid conversations about what does it look like and who should he be dating and why is he choosing the certain type of girls that he was choosing. And so that kind of helped to steer him better in the direction, you know, maybe a God-fearing woman or young lady, somebody who can add to his life instead of take away. And so that was the conversation we had to have. Okay, what about you all? I do jokingly tell him that he needs to find a lady that's like me. (laughs) (laughs) And is going to do the things that I do as far as picking up after him and cooking meals and things like that. So it's jokingly, but I hope that he does do that. Have you talked to your oldest son about the kind of girls? I talked to both of them. My youngest always tell me, my mama married somebody just like you. <laughs> and I don't know if he's in the wrong there, but it might be. <laughs> but the, the oldest, he's to the point to where he, I, I already know he's going to make his own decision. Okay. Have time to express to me what type of women he likes. Well, young ladies he likes. Mm-hmm. And he has a type versus, you know, already. But mm-hmm. I try to steer them in a direction. Of course, I won't them to have the same values that I have. Right. And especially be with someone with the same values that I instilled in him. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as having a God-fearing woman, making sure that they go to church, have mm-hmm. those values need to be in line. Right. Okay. You know, so it, for your future, it's going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what fears do you have for your sons? Do you have any fears? And are you, for those of you who have girls, are your fears different for your sons than they are for your daughters? At one point, I was fearful of my son growing up and maybe driving on his own because of all that that was going on with the police and mm-hmm. different things like that. Getting with the wrong crowd and making one mistake and ruining his life. Mm-hmm. And um, with my daughter, I do still have the same fears. I do have the fear that someone may take advantage of her, that she may be raped or something like that. Or I'm nervous about that as well. So what about you? Because your son is a little bit older. Yeah, I have that same fear. And I've I've had this even before the driving thing Mm -hmm. came up, just that fear of him starting to drive and being out there because he's very reserved and hoping that he's responsible and don't let other people influence him. That that scares me all the time. And just everything else that's going around, like the police, I'm hoping that he's able to handle that. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we have a bike protected them too much because mm-hmm. we actually lived in an area that was kind of I wouldn't say fast but it you know it was a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. so we kind of protected them but now we're in a space where it's better but at the same time I have certain fears alcohol and drugs that's a kind of like a thing now mm-hmm. in the area now and with my daughter she's always been like a strong kind of like a strong will even as a young Baby, I'm serious. Like she didn't like to be coddled a lot, mm-hmm. but for her, I feel like lately it's been more the emotional challenges. That's what I worry about. Like, mm-hmm. how does she feel about herself and just having like that confidence? And, mm-hmm. You know, so that that's what you know scares me with her, just being a, a girl and just having that confidence as a, a young, you know, woman. So okay. So it seems like for you, some of your fears are the same but for you they're different 
between your son and your daughter. And so your son is grown. So yes. what fears do you have for him? A lot of my fears, unfortunately, were actualized for him already. Some things that I hoped that he wouldn't get into, he did. Mm -hmm. And so I guess, you know, some of the fears were, you know, because I didn't have time with him in his formative years Mm -hmm. and the adoption, you know, he came to me when he was in middle school. I just now have realized that the fear of him getting into crime, Mm -hmm. right, going the wrong way, I needed more time with him Right. So I just think that it's such a blessing to have that, that mothers have that, that they have that time, those formative years to build their sons up, to ensure that they sow into them, because it's hard to sow into a son if you're getting him later in life. Mm-hmm. And that I know has been a challenge. Okay. So, yes. What about you, ma'am? What fears do you have for your son? Are they any different than the ones that they've already shared? No, pretty much the same. My fear is always, even with my kids now, me protecting them. When mm-hmm. I'm not around, what could happen? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm always the type, I want to know your every move, what you're doing, mm-hmm. even now, being away from them, mm-hmm. what's going on, and just making sure that they make the right decision. Of course, you know, even with my oldest son, just his appearance with the dreads, you know, they, he's already judged based off of his hair, you right. know, just that alone, mm-hmm. you know, but it's so many run through your head, even with being a black male, period, mm-hmm. you know, in today's society. I just try to teach him that regardless of what goes on around, him, keep God first, mm-hmm. pray. I, I stress that every day, mm-hmm. you know, because I can't control what's going to happen when he away from me or even when he with me. Right. So, one of the fears that I have, so my son's still, they're younger, but they still go into the women's restroom with me. And so I think my youngest, you know, kids just playing around. And so he was like putting his head underneath the, 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 the stall door. And I like completely freaked out because there was an incident years ago in New York where a woman, a kid did that. It was a young boy. It was a young black boy. He did that. And it was, it was like a white woman. And so she freaked out and she called the cops. And so I'm always leery of them making the slightest move, even as young as they are, because I'm like, people take their behaviors way out of control. And so, you know, I'm always constantly monitoring that kind of stuff. Like you can't do that. And I know I feel like it's probably a bit much, but then it's not because other people look at them differently just because of who they are. And I had a conversation with my oldest son about that with with everything that was happening. And he was like, well, I don't want to die. He's like, are you telling me I'm going to die young? And I'm like, no, baby, but I'm trying to explain to you what people's perception and what things can happen. And so this is the ongoing conversation that unfortunately we just have to have. Very true. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So lastly, what has been the greatest joy of raising your sons? I'm gonna start with you. The greatest joy for me is because I don't have my own biological son, it was a chance for me to mother. And I feel like God gave me the gift of him, experiencing him and him calling me mom, right? Mm -hmm. When a lot of women who don't birth their own biological children will never get that. Mm -hmm. And so to have a son call me mom and depend on me as mom, when I thought potentially I might not be able to have that in my life, that's been a, a gift from God that will always be a phenomenal blessing. Okay. Awesome. What about you? What's been your greatest joy? This is, for me, it's just been a, another period. I mean, son or daughter, I just enjoy being a, being a mom. I just feel like 
I'm blessed to have both of them. And mm-hmm. I feel like they were placed with me for a reason. So mm-hmm. um, that's how I feel about it. What about you? Um, since he is my oldest, just making me a mom and loving me unconditional and allowing me to love him unconditional as well. I didn't think that I could love anyone as much as I love mm-hmm. my kids or that anyone would love me like he does. I mean, he genuinely loves his mom. So mm-hmm. that makes me feel good. Yeah. What about you? For me, they, they make me a better person. They make me who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, they give me purpose. I'm driven every day to get up for my kids. Mm-hmm. It may sound strange, but a lot of times I know that it's a different feeling even that I get from my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, like this is the life that I've mm-hmm. you know, I brought into this world. Here and I love you, mama. Waking up, good night, mama. I miss you, mama. To mm-hmm. me, that's all. I live for that. I do. I live for that. So it, it's just, it makes my life more meaningful. And gives that's that's what I look forward to every day. You can't change something that you you know. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies, place. thank y'all for what sharing. Oh, my greatest joy <laughs> in having my sons. Woo! My greatest joy. One is is I think for me with my oldest, it was me becoming a mother because it was a point in time where I did not think that that was going to be a possibility. So even just him getting here, right? Because that was a whole complicated tumultuous past but even just you know watching them grow and seeing things through their eyes you know has been it gives you like a new outlook on life so that has been my greatest joy so ladies i appreciate you taking the time to share with us y'all be hearing more about raising sons that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening to the mahogany moms podcast with me If you like the podcast, please show your support by sharing it and leaving a review. If you'd like to learn more about us, go to mahoganymomspodcast.com. Until next time.